Today I'm talking about the MCU's most divisive movie, Eternals. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about the, one of the more recent marvel actual movie releases versus a series which is eternals and eternals was what i believe was the one of the first movies that marvel had back in the theater i forget if it was shang chi or this one first and there was kind of a it was a meh reaction uh there was middling results um from fans and critics alike, and I know a lot of people weren't too excited about it, but I actually enjoyed it, but while still seeing the issues that people had with it. So without further ado, let's get started. Eternals is easily the most polarizing movie Marvel has had to date. While everyone has, has slightly different measures for which movies are best within the MCU, the general consensus has been that they're all at least okay. Maybe The Incredible Hulk isn't the best the studio has to offer and doesn't even have Mark Ruffalo, but the action and story are decent enough to entertain. Hell, they just brought back Abomination in Shang-Chi. But with Eternals, there doesn't seem to be any middle ground. People either love it or hate it. So I find myself in an opposition, because I really enjoyed this movie, but still see the problems people had with it. The film follows a group of immortal beings called Eternals, whom have been on Earth since humanity's rise to guide them and protect them from an invasive alien species known as Deviants. But when the Deviants are wiped out in 1521, most of the Eternals part ways and wait for orders from their master, Arisham. But when a new group of Deviants arise, the Eternals must regroup and come to terms with their true intended purpose. So, I think I know why Eternals frustrates so many MCU fans. There's been a lot of complaints like director Chloe Zhao's penchant for desaturated color palettes, a large cast of new leads who don't get enough time to make an impression, and little to no obvious connections between this group and the other MCU heroes. But I'd argue most of that's the point of the movie. It's like the movie new people would be asking who are you and the Eternals answer back, we don't really know either. While almost every other Marvel movie is about a clash of ideals between our hero and villain, Eternals is a movie about purpose, and in particular, questioning your given purpose. When we meet the Eternals in the modern day, it's clear that each of them have or are having a kind of existential crisis. They've either been waiting to be told what to do next or refuted their given task in some way. Because despite being immortal, they don't have much agency, and every bit of love and connection they have feels fleeting. Of course, when they're granted a giant new piece of knowledge that they haven't had for centuries, they finally have something they finally have the ability to do something new. They can make a choice. Which in turn means that there could be internal conflicts as their differing perspectives clash. Saying much more gets into spoiler territory, but it's an interesting framework for an MCU movie, but also not as straightforward and obvious as other MCU movies. Now, I will admit that this leads to some awkward structure, since the film shifts between flashbacks, a series of action-packed fetch quests to reunite the group, and exposition dumps before hitting its stride in the final act. Admittedly, this is easy to gloss over, because our cast are all excellent and play to their strength. <clears throat> Excuse me, see Kamel Nanjiani being a ham and Angelina Jolie being our conflicted badass. 
but it's also capable of delivering jokes and drama in the same breath. That's why you pull in actors like Brian Tyree Henry. I also didn't care because Chloe Zhao has an unexpectedly good eye for action, even within her usual aesthetic. The problem with a lot of CGI-heavy fights against giant monsters is that everything can run together in a hurry, especially if your environments are the same color as your monsters and are also CGI creations. Zhao seems to have solved this problem through clever color coordination and shooting on location. The design of the Deviants are all dark blue, black, and greenish, which, which stands out against physical locations like the beach, the woods, and even a city street. It's not the same gray hue you're used to for giant robots. So when the bright yellow of each Eternal's power gets involved, it's an immediate contrast, and you can see where everything hits. Is Icarus almost identical to Superman? Yes, but at least here I have a clear feel for his power compared to everyone else and see him struggle from time to time. So for me, solid action, great acting, and a solid central idea is enough to entertain, even if the pacing lags from time to time or we don't get as much time as we'd like with all of these characters. The verdict is, it's still fun. Though hardly the usual MCU fare, Eternal scratched an itch for me. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.